Moses, welcome to the 13th episode of Doing Being Doing. I am really, really grateful for the conversation that we are about to have. And just just I was telling you before that, you know, I, we reached the 13th episode of Doing Being Doing. And, you know, my friends uh, actually held me accountable and, and they said, you know, you're 13 episodes down. You haven't done any representation for people with disability. And I said, all right, let me actually go to one of the most credible, loved and respected organizations in the sector. And that's Enable India. And then a lot of people directed me to you uh, because you're leading a lot of programs in Enable India. So thank you so much for giving me your time today. Thank you, Shalini, first of all. I think a great initiative and uh, just bringing facilitators together. And I know facilitations goes beyond the training, but I think, first of all, thank you so much for this initiative. And thank you so much for the warm welcome. And um, yeah, fresh pleasure is mine and really looking forward for this conversation. Awesome. Uh, Moses, let's start a little bit, you know, with your introduction. But what we are looking for is not the LinkedIn type of introduction, but tell us a little bit about, you know, your your story. Who are you? Where do you come from? And how did you join this space, this this area of work? Absolutely. So um, first of all, to just give the brief, very, very brief context about me. So I um, acquired a vision impairment by birth. Um, and uh, so, uh, so today, uh, my beliefs, what I am today is actually what, uh, you know, that's shaped up by who I was, um, you know, in my past. So, uh, so basically, uh, as a child with a vision impairment, my parents went to pillar to post to be able to first the resort is obviously medical interventions and, uh, you know, to, but I think you know, the GOD has a great plan. Uh, so uh, all my three surgeries went in vain. Um, yeah, and then, so I was sent to a school in nearby village. So I was born and brought up in Andhra. And I was sent to school along with my cousins and rest of the folks there. Uh, Shalini, the teacher, uh, when, when, when I finished my LKG, UKG um, thing, the teacher came back and, you know, to, to, to my informed my parents saying that uh, the school couldn't um, include me anymore because I couldn't read the board. Um, as a person with vision impairment, it's a huge spectrum. Mm-hmm. Um, the eye condition that I have is glaucoma and cornea dystrophy, and I don't have any vision in my right eye, and I have very, very little functional broad vision um, in my left eye. What it means is that I cannot read and write the the paper or the handwritten text. So I use screen reader to, today to you know work on computer like anybody else. Um, but in the school, they couldn't include me because I couldn't read the board. Um, so my parents, it's actually my mother's father uh, took initiative um, to send me to school because the in- immediate thing that, uh, you know, the the relatives, the close relatives and everybody felt, um, how could we send him to school? Because by sending him to school, we are actually letting the child go out and everybody would come to know that he's a person with disability, which is, a, I can understand a very genuine uh, reaction because there is a lot of stigma even today around disability, right? I mean, how could in the village send a child with disability out uh, so you know they were afraid that you know people would come to know and so on and so forth um, but to cut the long story my you know the mother's father took 
keen interest he got connected to somebody somebody connected us and uh, finally i went to a school for the blind uh, in vijayawada um so that's where i learned braille and then started you know you know realizing it's not only me who's uh, you know with vision impairment because you know what one point of time chalani i have a uh, sibling um who is sighted and she used to see you know television both of us used to see to grow grown up together she's just 3 years uh, elder to me um so she used to see sit far and see the tv and television and i used to tell her you come forward how could you see from there because i thought the whole world can mm. only see the way i can see i mean how much i can see right um so that's how i was but then slowly the awareness came and i used to depend on um teachers and you know that depend on my friends mother a lot to read things for me and of course i enjoyed a lot i was uh, i was a runner i was playing kabaddi and so on and so forth uh, i was academically also doing well but two instances actually shaped my you know career in one way um so one is uh, obviously uh, what happened was uh, like millions of indians uh, i am also a great cricket lover um so those days when we did not have television at home so the only source of information uh, is through newspaper mm-hmm. the moment that the delivery boy drops the paper i used to go pick up run to my mother and say read the cricket score what happened the previous day and so on and so forth mm-hmm. so with all the love and everything she wanted to do things for me read out for me and all that um she used to say well i am cooking do you want food or reading newspaper <laughs> uh, i don't think i have a choice then so um but i used to get frustrated about that i mean not not with my mother but with the whole um, situation of why am i not able to read because if my sister wants something she would pick up if my friends want something they would pick up and read on their own so how do i become independent that that's one trigger that i used to have in my childhood and what what's the other instant that really even now it's on my mind is um one day uh, where you know one of my teachers came to my home and said hey your child to my mom she said you know your child is good he's studying really well but you know what he doesn't sing i don't know what he would become um and that is true uh, uh, you know i i can't even sing in my own bathroom and with the voice that i have i don't think i can ever sing uh, but but that actually um kept me my mother everybody worried in the sense hey uh, if studying is not enough and doing well in studies is not good enough because uh, with with vision impairment the choices are very limited or oh, the then the, the visually impaired could only become teacher or a music teacher or a telephone operator and so on and so forth so to cut to long story uh, but thank god with the, all the support support system i had a great friends who used to read hours and hours to me mother especially she sacrificed her time and energy a lot in reading out to me and so on and so forth um i did my you know i like plus 2 and i stood first in hcc then went on to do graduation then went to post graduation and i did it with one of the prestigious universities uh, in hyderabad and i took english literature what happened there is phenomenal because uh, i was on a huge campus 2000 acre campus in the university campus i had all the facilities that one student could aspire you know made with gyms swimming pools to ground to uh, what not right i mean the social sector because it's a micro uh, you know microcosm of a world universe not only from india but people used to come from other countries as well um 
but i couldn't use any of those facilities just because i have always have to align my calendar with my friend's calendar so that they could read out to me and one day we were asked to read vikram says suitable boy huge book right you 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 know how huge the book is and it's uh, you know 800 odd pages nobody could read that to me i mean it's humanly impossible so somebody read out to me and uh, in fact actually the book used to be very very effective huh? because we used to use that in um, you know in hostel rooms to kill mosquitoes surgical strike like <laughs> um but that that day i realized that there is something that i need to do to become independent and uh, i asked i told one of my cousins who used to stay in bangalore that time said hey i mean i want uh, your help and see how uh, a person with vision impairment can become independent and he came to know about enable india i came to learn computers uh, in when i was doing my second year master week between the first year and second year vacation i learned computer i went back i was never same person again because i was able to read i was able to do things um and most importantly i used to exercise my choice because i never need to now only depend on my friends obviously i still have to depend because not every book is accessible i couldn't scan all the books so on and so forth but this i already experienced started experiencing great joy of making decisions you know that freedom so i finished my masters and uh, you know i wrote an email to the founder of enable india saying that why i want to work for this sector um because i felt that i was enabled and i wanted to to make sure that nobody else has this problem of not knowing how to become independent because the shalini it's not that there were no solutions it's just that i did not know solutions that exist and today even today that's the problem even after many years of good work done by many organizations and uh, that's what kept keep me going what i do today um so i joined enable india as a intern taught english obviously first thing because i did and i was trained to do teach english then um started teaching computers for blind then did employability and so on and so forth but uh, again one conversation at enable india that hooked me to the sector was between a candidate and a uh, an employee of enable india and this candidate with vision impairment uh, was telling this uh, trainer saying that you know i have two offers and i would wait for another big company to offer me so that i can make my choice look where i was and i was i was thinking oh music is the only option that is how i was grown i mean that was i was told when i was growing up and here is an organization that's actually giving choices for persons with disabilities and i said this is the place that i want to work and that's how got introduced to enable india got benefited of uh, immensely because of what enable india does and i'm happy that i'm able to contribute back to the community uh, in my new role as a executive director now from an intern to executive director is a long huge journey and i'm sure in this conversation we'll talk more about it but yeah that, that's what who i am and uh, what shaped me wow and i would almost uh, consider ourselves lucky that we met you at this milestone and you know at this very celebratory milestone actually so i'm quite excited yes. about where you will lead the strategic direction of this work so um moses could you describe and you know in in some of the most amazing you know things that you just said i have picked up two three things and i want to circle back to them but before i do 
could you briefly describe what do you do at enable india you know and speak a little bit about the programs that you run uh, that will be great excellent so the, as an organization we work for economic independence and dignity of persons with disabilities and today we actually work across 19 disabilities obviously enable india started with uh, training for visually impaired um, because that's because of personal story of my founders um, shanti and deepesh sutaria wife and husband and uh, when they were in us uh, shanti's brother started losing his vision and that's how they learned how to enable a person with vision impairment but uh, very quickly because though her, uh, his name is hari the shanti's brother name um, he uh, did just you know he did mba should first in nmims and all that but he had to go through you know seven to interviews 72 interviews before he got a job and that's when shanti realized and deepesh realized saying that hey education and you know rehabilitation all of that is important but making a person economically independent is quite game changer and all of us right when our first paycheck comes home we know the impact of that how it changes the equation you suddenly become the decision maker or the part of the decision making at home and people respect you and so on and so forth but in the case of persons with disabilities actually game changer because it actually changes from the dependency to the independence so so that's what we do at enable india we work up you know on both rural and urban livelihoods programs across 19 disabilities so over the years that there are different frameworks different training model like uh, um you know the the models the employability models employment models have emerged and we work um with uh, 700 plus companies uh, across uh, you know almost 30 sectors um i'm quite significantly also able to do a lot of work in the rural uh, to enable persons with disabilities and but the, the key thing is that we uh, we are only in bangalore but we always believe in working with partners and i know there are a lot of good organizations working in this space so we always work with partners on the ground and um, you know work on economic independence so uh, we have several projects because as i said there is so much diversity in disability um, you know when we talk about disability shalini a lot of times what happens is people based on their affinity they tell relate to a disability for example if you know a lot of blind obviously when the moment we say disability you might think about a visually impaired or um, or uh, you know if you are or affiliation to hearing impaired you would think about but there are now uh, as per the the rights of persons with disabilities 2019 act we have um, uh, you know 21 disabilities so um, so that many you know disabilities there is so much of diversity um, so we at enable india um, are considered as a thought leaders in the space we have evolved over the years the knowledge the the frameworks and uh, different models as i said um and we also created a lot of platforms now um one is programs but also how do you really make things sustainable and uh, you know make it accessible for people for example we have a simple um you know a platform that works on a simple mobile without internet uh, it's a social media platform for persons with disabilities it's called enable vani um you know which is available in hindi and kannada today can actually work on a simple mobile without internet people can log in just dialing a number can listen um to information they could record information it's a moderated platform so it's not that every recording that will come on the platform it's moderated by moderators so similarly we are working on uh, 
um, another platform called Blimey, which is actually, um, you know, is mm. you know self learning platform for persons with vision impairment to learn computers. Mm. Um, so that's another thing, and we are look, scaling that as a global platform. Uh, we have um, a mission, you know, mission. We are working on a mission to uh, work in the rural livelihood space. Uh, we have Shoshakti mission where we are working with a lot of uh, partners at the ground level and we call them a garse partners with, with pride right um, those partners we are working and working on self-employment models in the rural space um, we actually also work with um, PSUs um, in enabling uh, inclusion because a lot of times uh, public sector organized undertakings uh, PSU um, take persons with disabilities employ them because of the quota system but uh, not necessarily know how to utilize them productively. So we, you know, work with, uh, you know, the even we work with the largest banks, um, with the state governments and whatnot to work with them in, in, in promoting inclusion, in making sure that they learn how to include persons with disabilities in their organizations. Um, so specifically, my team and I now focus on the, the entire urban livelihood mission, um, you know, working with corporates, making sure that persons with disabilities are their path to progress. And why I'm saying path to progress, it's not just one solution that fits all. Um, it's about that path of that person, individual. Um, so we work on that employability path to progress. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a lot of initiatives, but all of them with the keeping in the mind that livelihoods. Um, but of course, we also work in collectives because we believe, truly believe at Enable India, we can't do this work in alone in, si in silos. Um, that's why we have campaigns like CA Million, which is actually a campaign that enable, uh, that is working on building visually impaired as active citizens and nation builders through digital literacy. And um, this is something that uh, I was involved in building, creating, conceptualizing and all that. So because this is close to my heart as a visually impaired, I have seen the benefit of actually becoming digitally literate. Um, uh, I mean, I would just give you an example. I told you, uh, you know, how I used to depend on my mother to read newspaper. Today, because I'm enabled, uh, because of digital literacy, I do everything. I'm a, I am a breadwinner for my family, manage my financial investments and all that. But one small thing that I take a lot of pride is, uh, and my you know, wife um, happens to be a sighted, and, uh, but she doesn't like reading news or anything. She always says, hey, anyway, you are always on phone, mobile, computer, whatnot. You tell me the news anyway. So I take a lot of pride in reading out to her today. Um, so that's the kind of, you know, looking, we are looking at, the impact on the, with the CM million. We have here a million that's enabling building community of hearing impaired. We have um, Mission 1000, um, which is actually focusing on, again, in the collective space. It's not that we are working alone here, but many, many good organizations coming together, working on severe intellectual multiple disabilities on their livelihoods. Um, yeah, in nutshell, uh, this is what we do. And uh, very happy to be here. Wow, that is quite a journey of an organization and just, I think, uh, you know, this element of you speaking about believing in the power of collective, I think that really kind of stands out for me. Moses, uh, you know, earlier when you were telling your story, you, you described a moment when uh, this teacher said something to you in your class, right? 
since doing being doing is entirely focused on teacher and trainer capacity building with facilitation skills i want you know now that you've done so much work and you know you have built like this the, your own professional pathway in this piece of work and you're designing uh, learning yeah. experiences if you were to travel back in time and build the capacity of this teacher uh what would that look like how would you build capacity of that teacher and many such folks uh, you know in the education space absolutely and uh, i mean actually i have a great respect for this teacher because it's it's i mean she actually spoke out of really i mean she came to my home and spoke about this you know how would he become you know uh, would he do anything because he's not coming for singing classes mm-hmm. you know actually shalini is is amazing uh, in the sense um you know imagine the teacher's role right i mean this one teacher many students you know what infrastructure people have uh, in the rural uh, spaces um but today if i have to do that and what we are doing i'll tell you i think this is where building aspirations is important because uh, anybody today when 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 somebody meets a person with disability and it is obvious to see the challenges and it is visible you know when you you know when you are seeing somebody who can who cannot see you are visualizing hey what problems that person would have um that's very natural and genuine and there's nothing wrong about it but i think we have to now go and create awareness about what are the possibilities imagine if the teacher would actually knew um you know what persons with vision impairment could do beyond just uh, just not about only about career and so on and so forth but how they can become independent there are choices and things of that nature so i think there a lot to do with building aspirations building that awareness there are possibilities i think that's the crux um today that's what we are doing in our cml and campaign not only educating children with vision impairment but training them on uh, digital using digital solutions but also teachers we are telling teachers you know start expecting more from your children because don't think you know what would happen is that if the if the, the children are going to inclusive schools you know after 30 there are one or two visually impaired it doesn't hurt your scorecard as a teacher if two children doesn't do well don't do well because you are focusing on other 28 or you know other you know whatever other rest of the people and they are doing and i can understand the teachers limitations but um you know if you can build that aspiration build that say hey you can expect your children with vision impairment or as children with disabilities given the right solutions you, they can actually perform on par with others i think that's actually shifts a lot that shifts a lot why because they start feeling because as the teachers they will feel good because what why why people like being teachers because they they want to empower they want to see other person growing and that's why they could be teachers because it's a very very difficult job but the people choose to be that way because uh, to take up that career because they want to really build people and imagine with this all the awareness the possibilities how much they feel you know they look good in their own eyes the moment you know the people look good in their own eyes how much they can do more <laughs>